welcome to another episode. So this is going to be literally the last episode of season two. And the reason for that is I feel like, of course, this is reality and this is my life and this is what's happening. But I feel like each season has like a story arc, basically, right? Even though this is real life and this shit I can't even fucking make up is really happening to me. I feel like this is the time, the perfect time in my life of what's going on just to keep you updated to end season two. Okay, so let me go ahead and get started. All right, so I decided, and I mean this in a positive way, I decided after first date number 67, I decided that I wanted to take myself off dating apps. Um, And I felt like I was in a good place in my life. You know, obviously you guys have like been along um, for this journey with me, right? So I was like heartbroken. I was like fucking sad. I cried every day for six months and then I started dating. And within a year and a half of dating, I realized that it's probably time for me to take a break, you know, just to, to relax for a minute, enjoy my friends and family. Um, you know, I just turned 50. The holidays are coming. You know, I love my dog. Like, I just felt like it was a good time, right? My job, um, you know, as a recruiter takes a lot of my free time. So I literally just thought this is the best time to take a break, right? So 67, not a terrible guy, you know, um, we met on an app, you know, we, uh, we hit it off. Um, he's not necessarily my type, which ended up being a problem for him because he was like insecure about it. But basically what happened was, you know, he lives not too far from me, which is rare. Um, it fucking seems like everybody I like lives so far my God, especially 69, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway. Okay. So we went ahead and we met on an app. We got along really well. Um, he has a couple kids. Um, he has a couple houses nearby. He has some property in the Adirondacks, which is like my fucking favorite. I love the mountains. So it wasn't the money. It was just kind of like the opportunity, right? Cause we were getting along really well. So I don't know about men, but women, when we like meet somebody and we feel like we kind of like them, we like imagine this like fantasy life, which is ridiculous, right? Anyway, so I was just like, I could see myself getting along with the guy. I don't have kids. I like kids, kids like me. It could be awesome. You know, as long as, you know, I gets along with everybody, like I don't see any problems, right? So we got along really well. Um, we decided to meet at a local brewery and uh, we had Ike with us. And of course, Ike liked him and we had actually gone to a dog park before. So I knew like, you know, everything was going to be fine. And Ike is great in public, right? Anyway, so so we're getting along really well. We take two separate cars. You know, I get Ike out of the car. This is a place that 67 goes to all the time. So like we're in the parking lot walking in. He's like talking to all these people. It's like really cool, right? Because he's really friendly. Um, and he has like really good like... Um, like awareness with me. So I was like standing there with Ike and he would like bring me into the conversation when he was talking to people. So it's like really cool, right? It was like a really good feeling. I really liked him and Ike liked him. And um, as we swung open the door to the local brewery, um, Ike is a really mellow guy, which I think most of you realize right now. So it's really rare for him to show like a lot of emotion, but he was like fucking excited for him, right? And he went like scrambling over just to like this guy like leaning at the bar and holy fuck, it was number 17. So number 17, just to refresh your memories, is the chef, right? So we had that great first date in the rain. Um, Ike fell asleep on him. It was fucking awesome. Um, so unfortunately for 17 and I, it didn't work out because of our work schedules, right? But we ended things like on a good note. So it was nice to see him, you know? Um, but it was awkward as fuck for me because, you know, Ike, you know, it's not super like emotional, right? But Ike is kind of like with this dude, like he's like, hey, you know, kind of thing, like, you know, kind of like excited, you know, rubbing up on his legs a whole bit. And then number 17, of course, likes him. So he like reaches down. He's like, how you doing, buddy? Whatever kind of thing. So it's awesome. So I feel awkward as shit because I'm like, how do I introduce 
two numbers, right? Do I? Do I not? What the fuck? I hadn't been in the situation. So 67 looks at me and I'm like, hey, yeah, so this is my friend, right? So I went ahead and then I was like, hey, 17, basically, this is my friend. So it was kind of awkward. Of course, you know, they're like both gentlemen and I guess I don't pick like total assholes, not total. So um, we all awkwardly talked for a few minutes. He was just kind of like, yeah, I almost sent you a text the other day because I saw Jeepers Creepers. It was like hysterical. And I was like, okay, oh my God, whatever. I'm just going to go hide, right? Anyway, so it was fine. We, we ordered our beer. We went to go sit down. Ike, of course, is like Mr. Social and Mr. Like he wants to be loved all the time. So it was like a good... Um, experience for Ike. The beer was fucking good. We ordered food, great conversation, got along really well. We ended that date and immediately started talking about a second date, right? So within this, the time frame, which was really just like a handful of days, um, he was just like, you know, I really like you. I, I don't want to freak you out, but you know, um, I haven't been dating that often. He was like, I know you have the podcast thing. I know you've been dating a lot, but I feel like I want to stop dating other people. I think I want to focus on you. And it kind of freaked me out a little bit. And then I thought about it and I'm like, you know, fuck it. Why not? Like, you know, um, I don't know if I necessarily want to get off of a dating app immediately for you, but it's probably not a bad idea. Right. So it was like kind of in the back of my head. Anyway, so over the course of a few more days, you know, we're getting along really well. We're like making plans, you know, for second, third, fourth, fifth date, whatever. Things are going great. Then I finally decide that, you know, I'm going to be 50. So I should be an adult and be like, hey, guy, like I actually kind of like you. So I think I'm going to take myself off of apps too. So we have this like conversation and it's really well. Um, and we're like, great, this is going to be awesome. So, and then I'm feeling all awkward and uncomfortable because, well, for one, I'm kind of goofy anyway, but I'm also feeling kind of like giddy. And I'm like, this is awesome, right? Like there's like, I finally meet somebody fucking 67, really nice guy. Doesn't live that far. Ike likes him. He likes Ike. Um, this could be awesome. Right. But this was the first time I had really told anybody like that. I liked them for a while. So I felt really fucking awkward about it, but it was cool anyway. So, um, things are great. And then no shit, 24 hours later, after I had already told him that I liked him because he had told me he liked me, and I already said, hey, I'm going to take myself off of apps, less than fucking 24 hours later, the guy starts ghosting me. And I'm like, motherfucker, right? Because I'm just like, I can't believe that this is happening to me, right? So I don't say anything because I try to not be like clingy and needy and annoying. And then the fucking 24 hours turns into 36 and then to 48. And then um, all of a sudden he sends this really fucking long paragraph like text and it reminded me of my ex-husband and it like instantly like made me want to shit my pants, right? And throw up at the same time. And basically he just thought that he didn't want to see me anymore um, because he was feeling like kind of uncomfortable um, because <clears throat> he started listening to more and more of my podcast episodes. And he was like, I don't think I'm your type physically. He was like, you know, I have two kids. Um, I just don't think it's going to work out. Sorry, basically. Right. So I'm like, well, okay. Anyway, so I move on with my life, you know, of course, focus on work or whatever. And then I don't know, about two weeks later, he sends like a text out of nowhere. And he's like, hey, you know, you've been on my mind. I really feel bad about the way I handle things. He was like, I was really insecure. It wasn't you, it was me. Like, I've never heard that fucking line before. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of soul searching. And you know, you've been on my mind. And I would really like to kind of pick up where we left off. And I was kind of like, mm, I don't know if I want to pick up where we left off because I felt like he was like my ex-husband. He pulled the rug out from under me and I was like, I, I don't enjoy that feeling. So I didn't enjoy it when it happened again. Right. So he was like, no, I'm really sorry. He seemed really sincere. So I was like, fuck it. All right, let's go ahead and give this a shot again. Right. We do give it a shot again. 
fucking guess what? You are fucking right. 24 hours, didn't hear from him, 36, 48. And then I was kind of like, what the fuck, right? So I sent a text. Um, he answered or responded to my text almost immediately. And he was like, yeah, sorry, I'm having problems with my ex. And that was enough for me to be like, we're done. Like, I don't give a shit what's happening with you or your ex, but you basically fucking ghosted me twice and you're fucking done, right? So to me, it felt like, like I wasn't heartbroken. I wasn't upset. If he's fine, it, I mean, I'm sure he's fine, right? If he's listening, you know, I had fun, you know, whatever. I hope you're doing well, but like fucking don't text or call me again. But <laughs> but the reason I wanted to mention 67 is because I feel like a lot of things in life are about timing and about surprise and about like the unexpected, right? Which always leads me to like survival and like creating saps and just like, you know, how to get yourself out of a situation if you're feeling threatened in some way, right? So 67 didn't make me feel threatened, but I feel like what happened was like, not what I was expecting to happen, if that makes any sense, right? So the reason I wanted to bring up 67 is because I don't think he's a terrible person. I really don't. I think that the timing for him was just not right. I think maybe the timing for me was right. Like, I think I, I'm at a point where I would like to actually hang out with one person for more than like fucking two months, because that seems to be like the fucking threshold <laughs> that men have and I have. But um, but I also feel like it didn't work out. And that was 67 right? And about a year and a half, and I need to take a break because I felt like it's just not what I thought was going to happen, right? So anyway, so going back to things that are not going to happen, right? So season two, uh, for me, I focused a lot on security, right? Like, of course, I talked about my dates, of course, I'm going to continue to talk about them in season three, I'm going to include a little bit more survival, um, you know, just the tips. But um, I also want to include some more survival tips that um, are not necessarily outdoor survival, like I want to focus on in season three. So I want to talk about three saps, right? Specifically, since we're like on the fucking subject of just the tips. Okay, so... <laughs> Actually, fuck it. I'll wait for a second. Okay, so um, oh, fuck it. I'll tell you now. Okay, so sixty-seven, of course, and I uh, didn't work out, right? So um, I went ahead and I um got in a conversation with sixty-eight over text and phone and video, and he's cute as shit. And his schedule, and my schedule, have been challenging, so I haven't met him in person yet. We met in fucking September, which is so unusual because typically on an app, you don't come in. It's fucking like, what the fuck is today? December 4th or some shit. Like you don't typically hang out with somebody over text and phone calls for this long without meeting in person. So it's a little weird, but he's a nice guy. So we'll see what happens. Like, you know, I'm going to see him in person in another week or so. And the last time we were supposed to meet, it didn't work out, which is whatever. Fine. But if it happens, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um... 69 though I will go into more about soon but I have to tell you so um because he's fucking awesome um for my birthday because I just turned 50 right he um surprised me because I was always talking about like life's unexpected things you're not expecting for right he went ahead and surprised me with 50 fucking red roses and it almost made me cry um because it occurred to me that I probably have allowed myself to be in a position where I haven't been treated as well as I probably 
would like to be or feel like I need to be or want to be. And it was crazy to me because the act of the red roses was so fucking profound and significant to me that it almost made me cry a little bit, right? Like I was like really fucking touched and the fucking red roses were fucking gorgeous. And I'm like, you know, fucking like 50, right? Because I turned 50 and that's what the roses were for. And it occurred to me, I don't even own a vase. Like it occurred to me that like no one all this time of my 67 dates have like bought me like a fucking flower. So it like, it didn't even fucking occur to me that I don't even fucking own a vase. So it was pretty funny. Anyway, so now I own like two bases, but anyway, whatever. So the reason I bring this up is because I feel like, oh, I'm going to talk about 69 in a while, but the reason I want to bring it up is because I feel like, um, the act of just giving a female flowers, they don't have to be roses, of course. I mean, though the roses were fucking beautiful, but I, I just feel like that's one of those things that I think in 2021, about to be 2022, I don't think a lot of my friends and family are buying roses or flowers or giving roses or flowers, right? I don't think very many people are receiving them. So I just thought it was like so nice and it made me stop and think. I was just like, I'm, I'm kind of overwhelmed. Like it touched my heart. Like I don't even know what to say. Like I called my mom and my mom was like, fucking say thank you. Like it was just funny, right? Um, so the reason I bring that up is because it brings me to the three saps that I want to talk about, right? Okay. So and these are things that can be hidden in plain sight. Um, they're unexpected things. They can like cause some serious pain because if somebody's attacking you, I want you to survive and I want you to beat the fuck out of them. So that way you can survive, right? So if you think about an umbrella, which is one of those things that I don't think very many people are carrying around, but of course you could still buy them, right? And of course it depends on what part of the country you're in and all that, of course. But if you think about like a standard umbrella, you know how easy it is to hide like wrenches in there from like fucking a dollar store. It doesn't have to be fucking Lowe's. If you put some wrenches inside an umbrella, close the umbrella, duct tape it, zip tie, however you want to do it. And you have that in your car or your bag, your backpack, like whatever, somewhere in your house. Holy fuck. That is an amazing lead pipe weapon, right? So I don't want anybody to be attacked. I don't want anybody to be like, um, feel like they're in danger, but I also want people to be prepared, right? Like, I don't want you out there to be like a super killer per se, but I want you to be able to survive right so the umbrella lead pipe is like one of my favorites um because it's inexpensive and it's you can have that literally anywhere in your bag your home your office fucking car whatever right the other thing of one of my favorite things is like if you think of like a fucking fishing weight right those they're small they're fucking heavy they're not that expensive if you find a uh or if you buy you know if you actually fish because i'm jealous i don't fish but whatever i will one day but um if you have a fishing weight and most likely you have a bandana, right? If you take the fishing white, put it inside of the bandana, okay, right? And then you you like fold the fucking bandana from like the apex to the base, and then you flip it over, and then you give that fucker a swing. It's basically like a roll of uh, quarters and a sock. It's that same thing. But how, think about how fucking small that is. Like that could be in your pocket, your backpack. It could be in your fucking kitchen, like your bedroom, like your nightstand. It could be fucking anywhere. So those are two of my favorites, the umbrella and the fishing weight. Holy fuck, I love those. They're so inexpensive. And if you need them in your car, your glove box, whatever, like they can just come in so much, I mean, so much fucking handy. The third one that I wanted to mention to you guys is just a regular fucking like writing pen, right? You can hide pens in fucking plain sight. Same thing, cars, kitchen, home, whatever, right? If you think of like a steel barrel, right? 
Um, and you, it makes sense if you think about an overhead and underhand. So zebra is like one of my favorites, but I, I fucking love Target. So <laughs> pretty fucking bar, you know, biased to there. But I see them at um, Target, you know, quite often because I'm there too much. But I love fucking love Target anyway. So zebra has a steel barrel pen that's like a, it's like an F400, F700. Um, basically, if you just find a fucking pen that it has a steel barrel, right? You're gonna have yourself a fucking inexpensive, great fucking like on the go, last minute hidden in plain sight fucking weapon, right? So um, if you think about overhead, right, and you have like a steel barrel pen, like I'm talking about the zebra one, you can easily break plywood. You could break, of course, glass like fucking instantly, but you could also cause some serious fucking damage to like a human skull. If you go underhand, you can um, hurt somebody's throat fucking significantly with a steel barrel pen, or you could just take out their knee. So I'm going to go, so third season, I'm going to go into a little bit more about like knife fighting and like concealed carry because there's a couple of tricks out there with concealed carry with coins in your pocket, things like that, um, that I want to share with you guys, because there's a lot of states out there that you can conceal carry. And I think it's fucking awesome. Um, but there are a couple of like just the tips <laughs> that could actually help you and your friends and family out. So I'm going to start to talk about that a little bit more. Um, in season three, season three, I'm also going to mention some like outdoor camping survival things, right? As well, right? Talking about like bears, stuff like that. So if you guys have any questions or concerns about anything, of course, feel free to let me know. One of my, you know, um, favorite things is just like laughing with you guys all fucking day on social media. Like I have so much fun with it. Like I enjoy it. Um, Remember an umbrella lead pipe, right? Pen steel barrel, and then fishing weight with a bandana are three of my fucking favorites, you know? Um, and then basically this season to me just, or this time in my life to me just feels like a good way to end this season um, because I'm at a point where I am definitely off of um, all dating apps, by the way. Um, and I didn't do it for 67. I did it after 67 because it just occurred to me that like, you know, there's more to life. Like, I don't feel like you need to find somebody um, that's going to make your life better or going to make your life happier. Like, you're the only fucking one that can make yourself happy. Like, I'm the only one who can make myself happy, right? And I've been happy all this time. But I also feel like I'm finally happy enough to be like, you know what, I can be by myself. And I've always been that way as like a, an adult as a female. And that's actually caused some problems in relationships for me because I can be by myself and um, be fine. But I also feel like a lot of things in life, like talking about surprise and when you're not planned, a lot of it's like fucking about timing, right? And if you're in the right place, if you're in the right mindset, like I totally believe like you'll get, you get good things in your life if you give good things out, that kind of shit. Um, so I, like, as I said before, I decided to take myself off all the dating apps. I'm still going to talk about my first dates on season three. I'm still going to talk about veteran owned businesses. I'm still going to talk about survival and like, um, situational awareness and just like more of just the tips, of course. But I also uh, feel like, you know, as I said before, I'm at a point in my life where I feel like, the story arc is changing, right? So that's why I wanted to end season two. In season two, for me, I'm actually ending probably the most optimistic that I think I have probably been in a good two years, right? As you know, my marriage ended unexpectedly and that like crushed me. Um, but you know, I, I pushed through and I don't think that that marriage was a failure, you know, cause like, you know, whatever, like it, it was fine. We learned what we needed to learn and we moved on, right? But um, I'm finally at a place where, 68 and 69 um, seem like both wonderful, beautiful, emotionally available men, right? They're both different because we're all fucking unique, but they both have 
given me like a sense of optimism that I haven't felt for a while. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens with each of them. Um, if something happens with either or neither, it doesn't really matter at this point because I'm, I'm happy and my goal is to continue to make you guys laugh and to continue to let you know that I'm here and I will continue to share tips and trades and secrets about, you know, situation awareness and safety and security and the whole bit. So um, I want to sincerely thank you all for listening to all of these episodes. I love all of your feedback and critiques and tips and the whole bit. Please continue to reach out to me. This is the end of season two. I will be back very, very soon with the first episode of season three. Um, and then, of course, as everything unfolds with 6869, I will let you guys know. All right. Well, that's it, guys. Remember, umbrella, pen, and fucking fishing weight. Okay. And timing and surprises can be fucking good, right? Okay. So that's it. 